Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. How the hell are you? I am, uh, I'm good. I'm a little tired, a little stressed. Kids haven't let me sleep past 6 a.m. in, uh, weeks. Weeks. It's been weeks since someone slept past 6 a.m. So I am tired. I am also doing this kind of uh, what we would call in the biz ad hoc. I had a plan. We had a guest all lined up ready to go. And then about an hour ago, scheduling conflicts started to arise. And uh, guests can't make it work for the rest of the week. Um, so we're going to postpone a week. You get another Just Joe show. And uh, I got some. I, I, I looked at the pop culture stuff and I said, nothing's really speaking to me. So I looked inward and I thought, I'm going to speak from the heart today. I got some things I want to share with you. So it might be a shorter one because I typically don't rant as long as, uh, as I normally do when I don't have someone to interact with. But I appreciate you tuning in to listen to my anecdotes. Uh, that being said, you know what else I appreciate? <laughs> Why is he laughing? If you're a first-time listener, he's laughing because he's going to ask you, wherever you're watching or listening to this, there's probably a subscribe or follow button. Please hit that. I greatly appreciate it. If there's a thumbs up or a five-star option, those are always greatly appreciated. Comments, love comments, reviews, things like that. These all help the algorithm. These all help the show grow. And uh, that's all I'm trying to do. Grow this little hobby of mine. Uh, that Nerd Dad Podcast, Parenting, Pop Culture, and Politics. Here's the theme song, and then we'll have some fun. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the Rogers outage in Canada on Friday. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, there was a Friday in Canada where Rogers, cable internet uh, service provider, went down. Now, for those of you who are not in Canada, this may seem like, well, that's an insignificant story. But in Canada, it is a massive story. Rogers is one of three companies that makes up about 90% of our telecom industry. Rogers, Bell, and Telus make up about 90% of our telecom industry. So about a third of the country was impacted by this outage. Again, internet, phone, cable, and because so many people run on their system, things like 911, being able to go to a debit machine and take out money, gas stations, Businesses couldn't accept money. And if you needed cash, you couldn't go get cash because so many of our services run through Roger's fucking internet. And the, the, the piece de resistance regarding this whole thing was that Rogers themselves that day was trying to acquire probably the fourth biggest player in the market, a company called Shaw. And they were proposing why it's a good idea that they should be able to acquire this other major entity. <laughs> and everything shut the fuck down. Everything. <laughs> everything. everything. Um, I woke up that morning, uh, 6 a.m., 
with my boys uh, and I, I I turn the TV on so I can get a coffee and I typically try to buy like 15 minutes of silence. I got to get halfway through that first cup of coffee before anyone can talk to me. And then, uh, but immediately I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't working. And then I went online and, uh, my wifi wasn't working. And then I was like, okay, something, something's not right. Uh, I switch over to my phone provider, my LTE network. And that's because that's on TELUS. And I got lucky in that case. And I was able to go on Twitter because that's where you go for news. At least that's where I go for breaking news. And I just typed in Rogers and sure enough, there was all these people complaining about it. And by 8 a.m., the story had kind of full blown hit the media. Um, not that anyone could read it <laughs> because again, a third of the country couldn't do it. People were like, it, it was such a weird situation because, because I was with TELUS, I was able to get emails and certain messages, but then there were people who afterwards were like, I couldn't message my boss. And even if I could, there is a one in three chance they weren't going to be able to receive the message anyways. It was such a weird situation. When the blackout occurred uh, 10 years ago, whatever it was, maybe 20, everything shut down. Everything shut down. And everyone knew what was going on. This was this was different. This felt weirder. Um, and, and, and Rogers still hasn't officially said the reason. They say, oh, it was a malfunction. Ah, no one's buying that. No one's buying that a third of the Canadian marketplace goes down and your explanation is, well, Jimmy hit the wrong button. That's, that's not flying, but case or Um, so what did we do that night? Because it was out for over 15 hours. It was all day refreshing on Twitter, looking for updates. They didn't even like, so the media started to cover it around seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Rogers themselves didn't op acknowledge it until nine or 10. And I couldn't help but think, well, of course they can't acknowledge it. They're all in Rogers. <laughs> so, um, there was one level headed comment on Twitter and it's rare when you see a level headed comment on Twitter, which said, uh, guys, be patient with these people. They're probably all on the Rogers network. And if they can't communicate with each other, how are they going to fix it? And it, a completely valid point. Um, because who expects the whole network to go down? Um, look, my, my inconveniences were minor. I couldn't do my job properly that day. Not a big deal. I logged in on Saturday to make up the day of work. Um, my wife, same deal. Couldn't really do her job. She logged in to do it later when things were available to get kind of caught up. Um, we treated it like a snow day. There wasn't anything a hell of a lot of people could do. It was really out of our hands. So you make you make do with what you got. Um, what became interesting was entertaining children without the internet. Entertaining children without TV. And I know there are probably going to be a bunch of people jumping on me for this one, but it's true. And then at night for the two of us. Uh, I went and got a DVD player out of the basement, which we hadn't hooked up in years then I went looking through our old DVDs for DVDs that I hadn't watched movies that I hadn't seen before um, because my wife has seen everything 
I'm not as into movies as she is. So I, uh, I went and found some movies that I figured she would like to see and that I hadn't seen. And I came up with three movies. I came up with uh, Mean Girls. Uh, curious about seeing it. I, I, I know lots of the pop culture references stem from Mean Girls, but I've never actually seen it. I came up with The Devil Wears Prada. And honestly, I think I only brought that up because of that scene in The Office where Michael has been watching The Devil Wears Prada and he's acting like a dick. And I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. I'd like to understand that joke a little bit better. And then I came up with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the uh, Brangelina movie, the movie that broke up Baniston. Let's call it Baniston. And uh, I'm like, I'm okay with one of these three. (laughs) Which one would you like to watch? She said, I don't care. Whichever you want. These are all acceptable options. So I chose Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Kind of an action comedy. Quite enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, dig it up. It's quite enjoyable. I'm a little surprised it hasn't spawned a sequel, to be honest. Because it it had franchise kind of vibe to it. Enjoyed it. Kind of a a John Wick meets a rom-com. That's the Rogers outage story from my perspective. I'd love to hear your story and your your tales of woe if you have any. Okay, speaking of movies, I'm actually going to do a transition there. Um, I think I've lost interest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The MCU, I think I've lost interest in it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was... So hyped for Spider-Man. And I watched that and I enjoyed it and I loved it. Oh man, did I love it. I cannot recommend that movie enough. It was uh, just for uh, to see to see the Spider-Verse come together. Oh, I can't even, whatever. I'm almost at a loss for words with how much I love that movie, but I enjoyed it that much. The next one in the series is Doctor Strange. It's now streaming. Has been for several weeks. Haven't watched it yet. I don't think I've seen a trailer for the new Thor movie, which was just released. Um, I haven't seen any of the Disney shows. The Disney Plus shows. WandaVision, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Hawkeye. I don't even remember them all. I think I've got the oh uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. I haven't I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them yet. Uh, and my interest in seeing them is kind of minimal. And I, I want to say I'm not the only one, but the box office returns are so solid that I think I might be one of the only ones who's losing interest in it. What I have noticed is that the, the critics are not enjoying it as much as they used to and the the people are being more critical of casting and they're being more critical of the choices that are being made this was bound to happen the big sexy anchor characters are all burned up in that first phase one two three whatever the hell whatever the phases are uh in iron man captain america hulk there these are the ones you know and remember from your comic book days, from your childhood days. Um, you're probably not as familiar with Moon Knight. You're probably not as familiar with Miss Marvel. You're probably not as familiar with Captain Marvel. You're probably not as familiar. Like these are the second tier ish 
heroes. And um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe the TV shows. And I felt like, oh, well, I got to watch all the TV shows in order to keep up with the movies. And I just don't have that kind of time. I just don't. So, I don't know. I'm losing interest in it. I think I'll continue to watch the movies. But if it starts getting harder to fill in the gaps as to what happened between the previous movie and the next movie, they're going to lose me for good. And that's okay. I'm one man. But if one man changes his mind, there are many. Not to say man like man. I mean like person, individual. You know what I mean. I hope at this point I've created a safe space where I can say man and everyone goes, Oh, he's being misogynistic. I'm not. I'm just speaking off the cuff. Speaking of off the cuff. This doesn't make any sense. I just wanted to say that. So I sound like I have a transition. I got on Reddit recently. Have have you tried Reddit? I feel like Reddit is a a thing for kids. Because all the news come from Reddit. Reddit and Twitter. And I've never understood Reddit. There's Reddits. There's subreddits. There's, you know, niche Reddits. And things break. And news, news, news breaks on Reddit. And this, you know, uh, BuzzFeed basically makes their lives off of taking people's comments and saying, these are the five most popular things on Reddit right now. Who cares? Um, but I got on Reddit. In part, full disclosure, to expand the brand of that nerd dad. My tag is that nerd dad. And I joined a bunch of uh, Reddit groups, podcasting, parenting, things like that. And God, if I'm not enjoying it, Here's why I'm enjoying it. It's like Facebook before your parents got on it. No offense, dad. I know you're on Facebook. But what I mean by that is before Facebook got run over with trolls and um, and, and and people who were trying to monetize everything they do, including myself, I know I've been just as guilty as the next person of throwing my shit up there. Um, but it's like people, at least the, the groups that I'm in and what I'm seeing is just like a discussion board. It's like a chat forum and it feels like a bit of a callback to what the internet used to be, even before Facebook, kind of in that initial stage. Um, so someone posted on uh, one of the parenting, I think the dad at group that I'm in, and they were like, hey, I need a suggestion for a kitchen counter stool for my little one who wants to help me cook and we have a great one and i didn't know the name of it so i went to my wife i said what's the name of that thing there that we use for the boy to help us cook she told me where it was and i added the link and the guy appreciate it thank you so much this looks great some people are like hey i'm thinking about starting a podcast what do you recommend and like it's just a bunch of people trying to help one another i'm sure there are toxic little corners of it just like everywhere else but um from what i'm seeing it's a lot of people just trying to help one another and engaging in, in conversation. Um, so do I like Reddit? Yes. Do I think you should get on Reddit? I don't care. It's up to you. I'm just thinking that if you are looking for a place to engage with individuals and in what seems like a more civil manner, you can. I'm sure if you want to go looking for a fight, you could do that too. But I'm there now. I'm going to stay away from the fight. In fact, I misinterpreted what someone was asking. And I was a little snarky. I was a little snarky in my response. And someone called me out on it. 
and I reread the post and I was like, I made a mistake. So I apologized. Then I went back to the original poster and I apologized to them and I said, I misread this. I'm sorry. And they said, no, you're good, man. I understood. Don't worry. You're good. And I thought, oh, whew, that was a breath of fresh air. So read it. Been around for a hundred years. I just got on it. It's all new to me. Do you know why I bring this stuff up? Do you know why I bring all of this up? Because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only lame ass dad who's getting on Reddit at the age of 30. What am I? 38. 38. I'm not the only dad out there who's like, oh, maybe I'll try this Reddit thing. I hear the kids talking about it. Reddit. Pretty cool place to be. Speaking of pretty cool places to be, I'm just going to run that into the ground today. Um, I've got two more two more topics I want to discuss. One is Superstore. Not uh, Loblaw Superstore, which is a grocery store giant in Canada, but the television show Superstore. I just got into it. I love it. Oh my God, do I love it. Superstore is fantastic. America Ferreira, Mark McKinney of Kids in the Hall fame, uh, doing quite possibly the funniest voice I've ever heard in my life. And it's about a Walmart. It's about a Walmart or Costco type environment and the people who work there and dealing with the customers and the ins and outs and the relationships and yada, yada, yada. Um, we were looking for something light one night at the, the kids went to bed. And I said, Hey, I've been, I've, I've heard good things about this to my wife. And she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. Put on whatever you want for half hour. And we both sat there and laughed. And what's interesting about it is, uh, yeah, there's elements of the office and there's elements of parks and rec and there's elements of how I met your mother. These are the kind of shows that I, I put it in that vein of kind of a nice modern day sitcom. Um, there's elements of Brooklyn nine, nine. I'm going to add Brooklyn nine, nine to that little grouping that I really enjoy. And, um, there's elements of all that, but what separates it from my opinion is it feels fully cooked in season one. The office, the first season was not great. Parks and Rec, the first season was horrible. I hated that. And if I didn't have the ability to binge watch it, I never would have gotten through into season two. Um, but this show feels like fully cooked right out of the gate. And, uh, it just, picks up steam from there. I'm already midway through season three uh, out of six seasons. I'm not going to be on this show very long. We are binging it hard and we're both enjoying it so much that we will do two or three episodes uh, a night. So Superstore gets that nerd dad stamp of approval. Speaking of stamps of approval, <laughs> stupid, so stupid, so stupid. All right, last thing I want to talk about. And it's kind of a cute story. I uh, took my youngest to soccer practice. I don't know. It's not really soccer practice. It's more like they play with a soccer ball. And the coach kind of tells them where to run for a little bit. Anyways, after that's over, we let them go to the playground for a little bit. And my youngest, um, I could see him looking through the playground. He was on like the steps of the playground. He's looking through it. And then he comes over to me. He's like, Daddy, come. And I'm like, no, no, buddy. Just keep playing like you know I was like don't bother me <laughs> just piss off go do something 
And he's like, no, daddy, come. And, I, and I'm like, no, okay, we're going to go home then. If you can't play by yourself, we're going to go home. And he's like, daddy, come. And I'm like, no. And he's like, no, you can't. And we go back and forth, back and forth. I threaten to leave and blah, 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 and the whole nine yards. He eventually takes me by the hand and says, please come. Something to that effect. And I give in. All right, show me what you want to show me. And he said, look, bunny. And he points down through the kind of uh, meshy stairs that are holding this playground together. And wouldn't you know it, burrowed deep into the stairs, under, under the stairs, under the protection of this meshy staircase, had to be 10 baby bunnies. No bigger than a few inches each. Nussled together, kind of rummaging, pushing each other. The cutest friggin' thing I've ever seen. Um, and they look like they look like dirt. They look like leaves. I, I do not know how he spotted them. Um, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what about the movement caught his eye. But he was like bunnies, and of course I thought, what the hell is wrong with this kid? There were lots of baby bunnies, and it was adorable. And then. Because I started to get interested, other parents got interested, and then other parents started calling their kids over to look at it. And now these little baby bunnies were being inundated with lots of little children and probably freaking the fuck out. So uh, I hope those baby bunnies survived the trauma that was uh, soccer practice, but it was really cute. It was a cute moment, cute parenting moment. It's a good tale to, to tell him one day, should I remember? That's it. That's the show. Game over. 20 minutes. Tight show. Love it. Went from no guest, no plan, to I can make this work. I will make today work. And we did it. Damn it. You and I did it. Want to thank DeanBlundell.com. DeanBlundell.com. Home of Canada's number one podcast network, including yours truly. He's Monday to Friday, 3 to 4-ish. I used to say 3-ish, but lately it's been closer to 4. So 3 to 4-ish. Follow him on all his socials. At it's Dean Blundell, DeanBlundell.com, Dean Blundell Network, things like that. You'll know what to do. I've got merch. I've got merch. There's four shirts. There's zero days without a dad joke. World's okayest dad. Raised by Homer, Peter, Stan, and Bob in that Nerd Dad logo. Available at the Dean Blundell store. Should you be so inclined. I want to thank you for listening today. I had a plan. Plans change. Gotta be optimistic about it and roll with the punches. So, I should have a guest for next week. That's why I don't tell. I don't. That's why I don't say the guest unless it's already recorded. Because shit like this happens. I don't ever want anyone to say, "Oh, that was the guy who bailed. That was the guy who who said he'd be there but didn't. Or that was the girl. That was the girl who said he would. She would be there but it wasn't. So I don't say the guest unless it's already recorded. Hopefully, I get one or two guests for next week. Be well. Be safe. We'll talk. Thanks for listening. Damn. 
do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.